Hi, this is Zohara with The Soloist, conversations on music, soul, education, life, and many things in between. Hello, dear ones, and welcome back. Thank you again for your beautiful messages. They always touch my heart. Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, aging, or ages, or ageist. Uh, you can make your own play with the words age, A-G-E. There's so much going on and so much charge around the word age. I don't know all the, all the languages in the world, but I know that in some languages which I do know, the word old or aging um, comes with lots of charge. For instance... It's a very known compliment when you say to somebody, oh, you look so young. As if young is the only thing which is nice. Truth be told that when somebody tells me that I look young, it doesn't really touch me much. Maybe more if I behave young or if I have a young soul or young nature or young spirit. Yeah, I can relate to this. And that's because I believe that all of us have young souls, or maybe I should say ageless souls. So there is a part of us that always stays young, always, an eternal part of us. But if uh, people say that I look young, as if this is a compliment, um, it actually leaves me... Um, let me check. I wanted to say it leaves me untouched and maybe I'm still conditioned with um, the way society thinks. But I know that I made, uh, I think I made myself um, a promise without actually remembering that I made a promise. It's something which grew with me. And this is to look for different way, different style, different path to go along my life. So if being young is the only thing which is good when we look at age, then we negate everything which is actually not young or not in the youth, in the youthful uh, years of our life. And I feel that um, we need to change the way we look at it. Because all of us go through um, young age, baby, babyhood, childhood, youth, young age, middle age. And if we are lucky, we get to be old. The good thing about getting old is that you get a perspective on life and things 
that you could not have when you're young. So I always joke, or maybe half joke, seriously saying to young people that I work with or that I meet, that old age is very recommended. And I feel lucky and grateful to be old, to get old. And uh, I feel that there is almost like... Um, a bonus that goes and goes with every year. So let's face it, there's no way we can stay young forever because everything changes. The only thing which does not change is change. Or in other terms, the impermanence of life is the only permanent thing. Everything changes. So facing this truth is um, quite, um, how shall I say, it's a relief. Because if I'm fighting change, if I want to stay in one way, in a certain, uh, in a specific other way of being, which is, of course, impossible, um, I'm wasting so much energy so much effort for something which will never be successful. It might be successful for a while, or it might give me the um, um, illusion of success. People invest so much money, so much effort in looking young, in working to come across as young, while they could just go and smell flowers or breathe in the air, taking into account it's quite a clean one, or listening to the birds, or, doing, or, or looking at smiles of babies, or investing their time in something that they like doing, cooking, painting, gardening, reading, just bathing in the sun, because life brings Apart from pain and loss, life brings also small gifts which, if we sit in them, if we breathe them in, they become big in our being. I don't know if it happens a lot to men too. I do know it happens a lot to women. Society has conditioned people to believe that women always need to look young, um, wanted, and wanted not for being women with their own beauty that comes with each age, but wanted in a specific way, wanted young, uh, in many generations, um, slim, sometimes it goes with uh, short hair, sometimes the um, beauty model will be um, blonde, sometimes black. So it does change, but the pressure on women to look young is much more, I believe, than on men. And if you are a man and you think that I'm totally mistaken, please write me a note because I would love to learn. 
as I'm not a man in this lifetime, I cannot really, um, I cannot really attest for men. And talking to men, uh, many men told me that it's not that important for them, even though I have noticed uh, some other men that it was important for them, and I couldn't, I could understand. Now the pressure on women to look young is um, really beyond anything which I could think of. I do know that it has inflicted um, my aging process because I always wanted to be an old woman as an old woman should be or as an old woman me should be because no two people look the same, no two people age the same. But I remember looking around and looking for role models um, and I could not find them in my immediate culture, not even in my family. I had a strong feeling that the message I'm getting in words and many times beyond words was do whatever you can in order to not disclose your age. Like I'm, I was, I was uh, raised in a culture that felt that found asking a woman for her age a very rude thing. You don't ask a woman for her age, but you do ask a man for age. Not just this, men were quite proud to state their age. I'm 65 already, I'm 70, I'm 80. Almost like as if uh, men could earn old age, but women should hide it. Why? You tell me why. Women should be um, secretive about their age. They should not show or disclose their age, whatever. And to say the truth, some of them, many of them, lied about their age. In my immediate family, there were women that found, that found it unbearable to state their age. I even remember some women, many women, and I'm really holding myself from um, telling you who they were, but you can make, make it up as we go. So I, I came across lots of women that said to their daughters, do not say your age. And the daughters say, why? I don't have this problem. I'm proud of every year I lived. It feels like badge of honor. I do not want to hide it. I want to say that I'm 42 years old. I want to say that I'm 45 years old. I want to say that I'm 50 years old. To which the mother replied, but if you're 50, I cannot say anymore that I'm 60. If you're 50, I need to be at least 65. And I don't want to disclose my age. So not only women has lied about the age, that also, um, um, I would want to say forced, but they couldn't force actually, but they wanted their daughters to lie about their age too. Hmm. What would you say about this one? My mother, my beautiful mother, was one of them. She did not want people to know her age. She said the whole time, I'm, I'm looking young, which was right, because that's what people told her. I behave young, which was right. She behaved really young. She had a young spirit, young body, young behavior. She was jumping 
all over. And um, she said, I don't, people do not need to know how old I am. I could not understand it then. I can understand it now, but I don't agree with this. I don't agree with the lie. And let me, sh- let me tell you why. I could understand, I can understand now as, I'm, as I've become an old woman and I'm proud to be old. I'm really proud to be old. I don't want you to go, oh, no, you're not old. But I understand now as an old woman, I like saying it, uh, <laughs> that uh, in the times that my mother uh, became old, it was something uh, not to strive for. I mean, yes, to strive for living longer, but not to be old because an old woman was invisible. An old woman could come across like useless. An old woman would not be hired to work, uh, even though the old women are the best working force because they don't, uh, they don't become pregnant, they don't have young children to look after, the young child will not be sick. They are much more free and independent, and they have a very, very good work ethic. But back then, old women um, were not regarded as um, something which is favorable. So women tried to stay, in inverted comma, uh, young as long as possible. And because nobody can stay not young as long as possible, they started, they really worked hard in order to look young. So people will not know their age. And on top of this, they did not tell their age. And if they had to, they lied. <laughs> the truth is, I know about actually uh, women, I know stories about women that lied to such extent that they actually um, were hiding all evidence about their real age. So when the time came and they had to write the age, uh, they couldn't find the papers for this. I remember I had a friend um, many years ago, and in the death certificate of her mother, they had to write the age, the, the date of birth as well. They could not find any certificate that told it. So <laughs> what did they do? They just made it up, made it up an age that their mother would be happy to die in because they did not want to disclose the age of the mother. <laughs> yes. This connotation of old age and the word old and um, bad association that mainly women have uh, in Western society comes uh, with a cost, comes at a real cost. Uh, I know that when people ask, uh, how old are you? They immediately, some of them, will, will add, how young are you? And I said, I'm not young, so I can't answer the question. No, yes, you're young. Or if I say I'm 72 years old, people say, no, you mean 72 years young. Does it really that matter? What matters is that I've been living for 72 years and I am actually, I feel privileged for walk on this earth for all these years. I don't want to hide any, any year. It's not to say that all the years were successful, that all the deeds I was doing were successful. I was doing life. And life, like many other things, has its ups and downs.
So what am I saying? I would love to see the next generation, the generation of my children, of our children, and then their children and their great children. I would like them to feel proud and own their age. I would really like it because our world is in great need of elders. And people who run away from their age will not be elders. Now, I'm not saying that every old person is an elder. No, I think elder is someone who is encompassing the wisdom of the years. And yes, I see quite a few young people who are in the 40s, um, 50s, sometimes even 30s, late 30s, that they already develop their elder attributes because they're looking at their life from a deep point of view. They're looking at their life with questioning and searching for the purpose in life, for their sole purpose. So that's what I wish for the future generations. People who embrace the age become elders as um, a badge of honor. I see elder as a badge of honor. Um, usually we call uh, in Jung's in Jung, um, lexicon, elder will, go, will be mainly for men, sages, men, uh, elders, and the old woman, the wise, old wise woman will be a crone, C-R-O-N-E. And I am, I was actually hoping for quite a few years, for, for quite many years, to become a crone, not feeling for a long time that actually I earned this badge. And only when people started referring to me as a crone, I felt how I can settle um, comfortably, peacefully, with lots of appreciation into this role of being a crone. Throughout the years, I've done quite a lot of uh, courses and circles uh, live, and then when COVID started, uh, we turned it into online. And in online, in doing it online, we could embrace uh, the world community. So I've done quite a lot of um, elders' circles, and in the programs we covered lots of uh, questions that we were invited to look at at uh, all uh, depth that we could. Why are we so afraid of the word old? Another thing was how to become old in a culture that worships youth. Number three was we will become old anyway if we are lucky. So why not embracing it? Four, new experience of old age comes with a new meaning of what old could bring. Five, the world needs elders urgently, desperately, and immediately. 
And the next one was the courage to be vulnerable and the strength that comes with it. That was a really eye-opener topic. We talked about the license to be yourself. Old age brings you the license to be yourself. And we deepened our understanding about, about age and grace. And um, I feel that this is so needed in our culture and especially in the times we are experiencing now. We need the togetherness of young generation and old generation and everything in between because the world needs the gifts of everyone now. I see old age not as, as um, who we are, but where we had the privilege to arrive. Because old age has this flavor of arrival. I have arrived at this age that I'm now at. Next year, I will feel a different arrival because I'll arrive at an age that is older than where I'm now. This arrival has a very special celebration. It's like um, graduation. Every time we graduate to the next level and it comes with inner, deeper celebration and appreciation. In my work, I meet many ages. I meet children from a very young age, sometimes before they're born, um, because I meet the pregnant mothers. And uh, I, meet, I meet them when they're born. I meet them when they're two and three years old, when I start teaching them. I meet them at their age, at their age of 10, 12, teenagers. I meet parents all, of all sorts of uh, ages. I meet grandparents. And as I'm getting old, I'm meeting more and more old people as well. So having the, really, the privilege and the richness of uh, being in relationship with all sorts of um, ages in many walks of life, I am getting inspired by so many cultures. And one of the things which I'm learning more and more is the need for elders to mentor the young generation. Now, mentor does not mean that they need to tell them what to do, because the truth is we don't know what to do. And I will talk more about it in, a, in, in another podcast. But uh, right now, I just want the mentoring, I just want to touch the mentoring. Mentoring the child is actually looking at what the child is, um, where the child is leading, where the child is good at. And helping the child to get close to the soul, helping the child um, finding meaning in the life. And for this, people need to have the experience of life. With this in mind, I really encourage you to spend a few minutes often in reflection Reflect about your role as someone who wants to give to the young generation or to the younger generation. It doesn't have to be children. And I encourage you 
when you close your eyes, to imagine yourself getting older and older and older. And if you feel the fear or embarrassment or some bad feelings and association come with it, just look at it. Invite it to look at it. Invite at this thing which lacks in the shadow maybe and think what is the fear? What am I afraid of? And just give it a name. I encourage you to write it down on a piece of paper or in your journal. Just get to know the elder within. Because as they say, in each and one of us lies the inner child, this spirit of uh, youth that uh, stayed with us from the day that we are born. I know that in each and one of us lies also the inner elder, even if you're not old yet. The inner elder is waiting. Enjoy finding it. Enjoy starting making relationship with it because it's never too early. It's never too early to make relationship with the elder within you. I wish you well. I hope you find peace with getting to know parts of you that maybe you haven't met yet. That's the richness of life. Be well, and I will see you in inverted commas. I will meet you next time.